Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with another special edition of the Big Go Bell Podcast. Um, it's just me and Mr. Silly Sellis right now. I'm, I'm sure Dwayne's going to jump in with his usual antics soon. But um, today we're going to go over a couple of topics. Um, this is probably going to be a two-part episode, but uh, we're going to cover uh, the big Ronald Reigns news that happened a day ago. We're going to go across a couple of rumors and reports that came out and uh, and. A lot about the UFC and the WWE deal that's that's kind of in place. So um, before we start, Mr. Sellers, how you doing today? Good, man. I'm trying to think about if I should do a LinkedIn account. You know, as we, we get up in a business world, I'm, I'm getting hit on LinkedIn to get <laughs> recommendations. What do you think, man? Should I do it? Should I not do it? Let me tell you, I had a LinkedIn account. I didn't ever really use it, but I did it because I thought it was the growing up thing to do. But then when they got uh, when they got hacked some time ago, I was like, oh, no, I'm OK. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what, though? But I can tell you this. I can tell you this for, for one thing. Um, a lot of uh, professionals has changed LinkedIn accounts as a, a, a type of like bragging rights thing. Like, here's my all my accomplishments. Check me out. You know, and that's not gotcha. that doesn't really pat my fancy. So I, I would say no, no big thing. Traditional resumes you. for me, sir. I got you. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, start off with the Ronan Reigns news. Um, two days ago, Ronan Reigns uh posted a tweet, a tweet, ugh, and I quote, "I apologize to my family, friends, and uh, my family, friends, and fans for the mistake of violating WWE wellness policy. No excuses. I own it." And mm. I don't know. It's just a big thing. Like the biggest thing that that stood out for me when I seen it, I was like, okay, this has to be a joke, you know. But at the same time, you know, I'm like, the WWE Bleacher Report all reported it as well. So it's like, okay, this is real. And right. you know, one of the, like one of the conversations I have with my friends that are part time wrestling fans is just like they got this whole thing where they they look at a big guy and it's like, oh, you know, he's juicing, you know, he's doing something. And I'm like, no. Sure. The WWE, they 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 have their um tests and stuff, and you know, uh, people get drug tests and people fail, so you know they have something in place. It's 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 a physical sport nonetheless, but you know, so they test it for they test for people's uh, well being, but you know, the big thing that that conversation came about is just like, well, do top guys get exemptions? And I'm thinking to myself like, well, I just don't know if they can risk it that much, just you know to let a top guy, you know, have a fallout and then they, they happen having to write them off. And so with sure. Ronan Reigns being a top guy and this happening, it was just like, wow, like for real. So, um, you know, this is two days after the reports came out and a lot more information has came back, um, uh, came back out from it. So, um, you know, just to touch on it a little bit more, I was just kind of devastated as a top guy to see somebody that's, you know, that Vince been pushing and building for about two years to, uh-huh. you know, take this route. 
and it's just kind of, I don't know, it's still kind of mind-blowing. I'm not really a big fan of his character, but nonetheless, you mm-hmm. know, he makes me, he, I, I watch him, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and you think you're on top of the mountain, you, you've seen the whole development of his character from being in a, a, a really good stable to the developmentals and now to be a top guy, that, to be a two-time champion, and you taking shortcuts? I, I don't know, man. I cannot wrap my head around it at all. Uh, I, you know what? In, in, in a way, it's very unfortunate because I think this is the first time that we've seen somebody of this big of magnitude, regardless of what era we're talking about in wrestling. We had the reality era. We had the attitude era. We had the WWE Universe era. And now we're in the, the new era. And, and it seems like this is the biggest person of magnitude that's ever you know got caught with anything related to this. Now, a couple of things you have to think about. What is the wellness policy for anyway? Mm-hmm. Dean Wayne and I was even talking off a uh, show and said, if wrestling is a sports entertainment industry, they're not competing against like other people like they do in traditional sports like football or basketball. They're competing within themselves to try to get themselves promoted like actors. So, and then another thing is, what are the violations? Yeah, we can assume it's steroids, but we know it's other things involved that you can't do some over-the-counter medicines you can't do, some supplements you can't use. So what is included in that wellness policy? And has it been tweaked since, you know, baseball went through that huge steroids era um, a couple of years ago to try to make sure all sports organizations go through it? So I think WWE has to do it to make sure they're protecting their investment in their wrestlers. But it's just the fact that this guy is such a big of a magnitude, how are they going to treat it? Now, for example, we just had Adam Rose, who was suspended for 30 days. We had, which one was it, Connor or Victor that was suspended? Uh, I don't even know. They're both on TV, so. <laughs> right, well, yeah. And they got spending now. Once again, you haven't heard of people about it. But now that you hear that maybe WWE knew about the suspension ahead of time and tried to bring them off TV in a different type of way, it seems like WWE is trying to protect their person. And once again, it's an unfair balance because he's Roman Reigns. He's a Vince McMahon guy. He wants, Vince McMahon wants to protect him and make sure he's shot to the top. Now, are they going to use this wellness violation to actually better his promotions to make him the ultimate heel, which you hear a lot of people on Twitter want him to go to try to see this can make him an even better character than what he was before he left. So it's kind of unfair balance. And WWE can tread softly with it so they can be safe, or they can use it to their biggest advantage. Because this story was even on CNN being publicized about uh, this guy, Roman Reigns being you know, a part of wellness violation. So it's very, very interesting which way they're going to go. Man, I'm telling you, you just... You just touched on all of the topics with it. Uh, Dwayne is here, everybody. Um, we'll get him in in one second. But um, I mean, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought up the whole. We don't know what it is because I, I I think in the in the world of social media, things get exposed really quick, and they try to yep. make sure that they can complete the, the story in full circle. And the fact that what it is hasn't came out is completely protection because um like d wayne was saying which i'm not going to take his topic because i'm definitely going to let him get up uh come on on it um they knew they absolutely knew and and for them to know that means that something came back positive and that something is what they refused to to release in anything Mm -hmm. they making it seem like you know, it was an early test, and they find out, and it has to go back for like more session or something. They're ready to report it, but they knew, and and I really feel like you know them knowing, and uh, and uh, like they say, reports came out saying top officials knew before um, the Money in the Bank pay per view that you know that's maybe why the ending of of it 
was the way it was. Why it was booked that way? And 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 then uh-huh. like the storyline just gets like unlimited because you think like, okay, what about this didn't happen? Would he have right. won? Would Seth has still won? Maybe Dean may not have won. Would Dean have the cash then right there? Like, right, exactly. it's so it's so much. And the biggest thing that really you know. I really think is why they're forcing this the shield triple threat so early. And if and if you know, if they knew beforehand, why would they even come out on Monday Night Raw, you know, and make that match if they knew before the money in the bank pay review? So I just don't know which way to turn with that. Come on, D Wayne, jump in there. Hello. Yo yo. There's a D Wayne. Alright, so on earlier on the on the podcast, earlier should I tell you about that? Somebody's telling them that they knew already. And for it to come out and say that they knew, because it was just too it was just too obvious to say, oh well they just announced a triple threat match for Battleground. But then Early the next day, oh, he felt. First of all, it takes unless unless you really got pulled, it takes some time for a drug test to really come back. Mm-hmm. So that that was my thing already. So they ha- they had to do something, and of course, some like they knew for money to bake. And I was talking to Sons about this earlier today that that really did affect the outcome because I honestly felt like if if now that I think about if that um that this drug test of the wellness policy was never violated, then I don't think we'll see Dean Ambrose win right now because I don't think they will pull the trip the shield triple threat um match this early. I think this was just a reaction to that. I and I, I got two cents to add to that. I thought it was kind of funny that they were saying that this was going to be the biggest money in the bank ever. And I just kept yeah. thinking to myself, like, like, I'm like, but why? I mean, yes, there's some good matches. I understand the magnitude of the Cena and AJ Styles match, but this was not really a stacked card, you know? And I'm just thinking to myself, like, why? But then, you know, you look at the ending, that's a that that will go down as one of the one of the classic money in the bank cash in. But again, Unless they knew beforehand, that wouldn't have been booked that way. And it just it just all falls down to, like Dean Wayne said, when they got those results in sometime in the middle of last week or something, and they was like, Oh, we we, we gotta keep this on the low. You know, we gotta we gotta we gotta make some creative decisions right now and everything. And I think it's so ironic that when uh Ronan Reigns was sitting outside the ring once he lost, that his face just told it off for real. Like man, I had no choice but to to, to like this booking. It kind of protects me a little bit, but you know, what, what's next after this? Yeah, because first of all, the the thing that I think, I think one of the things that made it obvious is the simple fact that Seth Rollins won clean, and it was just like it wasn't anything else. He won legitimately clean. So I'm just like, wow, someone beat him cleanly. So that was, mm-hmm. that I think of, that's like red flag number one. And it's just like, they are protecting him. Honestly, I feel like it was nothing big. I feel like it probably was something 
probably some creatine or <laughs> a pre-workout or something that had something in there that, you know, that they shouldn't. I mean, you have to realize a lot of times when they fail, I mean, of course, you have people that legitimately do some wrong stuff. Then you have people, a lot of times that, you know, it's something in what they take on a, on, on a try new stuff, when they try new supplements and stuff, that they don't know the ingredients. I mean, and again, that's their fault because they know the relevance cost and they know they're supposed to take, check whatever goes into their body. So, I mean, it is, it is their fault. You know, and, and that goes across every sport, too. Yeah, everybody does have their personal own doctors and stuff like that. But, you know, in the world of, or in the business, in your career, that there's a lot of hot warnings with trying something because your friend or your doctor or your buddy around the way say, oh, this is cool, and you just risk it. I mean, this is this is what happens. And, I, I mean, this is a simple case of the Ray Lewis uh, deer antler stuff where it's just like, well, I heard this helps for healing, blah, blah, blah. But, oh, wait a minute. This came back positive? I didn't know. Well, you shouldn't have took the chance. I don't know. This is a, it's basically a sign of ignorance, for real. And and Dwayne, you make another good point. Like, I I think it's HGH, no question. But then again, it could have been something like I said, a, a quick little supplement that just had a, a different spin to it, and then it just came back negative. And come on, dude, you're a top guy. This medical, they got a good medical staff with the WWE. Why? Uh-huh. <laughs> Why? If they didn't prescribe it to you, don't take it. Point blank. Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting how they how they bounce back with this. It's, this is really going to be a make or break. It really is. Um, so a couple of more things on this real quick. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna pass this around real fast. Does do we see a decline in his character, or does he still stay a top guy? I think he's still oh, a top, top guy. Top yeah. guy, yeah. Honestly, for real, for real. This is just more of a, uh, oh, well, I made a mistake. You know what I'm saying? Who cares? Because I'm still going to be a top guy. No matter what people say, what people do. And guess what? This just gives me more ammunition for a heel turn. Guess what? Nobody's going to like me anyway. You know what I'm saying? Say, oh, he used this and he used that possibly. And guess what? It's just going to make him even more. It's going to make him more hated. And once he gets turned, guess what? People finally get what they want. Who knows? The, the crowd might might cheer for him and stuff. Who knows what's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah, knowing the crowd, you just don't know. I, I say, you know, I say this too though. He does get thirty days, so he should be clear for battleground. Um, the fact that if this stays a triple threat would be questionable. We'll see. Uh, we got plenty of time. Um, I think he, um, he makes the hold on. When's the draft? Oh, he misses the draft, right? Yeah, he misses the draft, so it'll be curious to see if, if because of this, you know, failed drug test, is the scout report on him, whatever, now out on him for this, and does that hurt his draft stop, which would be totally awesome to me. I'm buying that storyline, but the other biggest thing is, too, with him being gone, he's the worst on Mike when it comes to the three of them. He... If it had been any other way, this feud would be a wrap. But thank God that Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose are so good on Mike that they can carry this feud for 30 days until he comes back and still make it sort of relevant. Like, this is like the case of the Bray Wyatt um, and the Undertaker feud when the Undertaker didn't even come, but Bray Wyatt held it down for the whole month. I, I think we should have some type of confidence with it on that note. So. Ah. 
Interesting stuff, man. Interesting stuff. Yeah. But, um, oh, boy. Where else do we... What's next? What's next? What's next? Are we ready for uh, UFC 200? Yeah. Talk a little Brock Lesnar? No, how about this? Let's let's go to UFC 203 really quick. Okay, let's talk about that. September, are you excited about that? And why, uh, 2 chains? are we excited about it? Uh, Okay. So, (laughs) again, we're at this again. I thought UFC 200... I'm sorry, 202 was going to be CM Punk's debut, but again, it got pushed back. Now it's to 203. So do we finally see CM Punk in the octagon at 203? Now, 202, the significance with that is that 202 was going to be doing, um, I believe it was the same week as SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I, I got to check that again. So that would have been cool that, you know, we get to see... I'm a former high-profile wrestler in the ring, an octagon before SummerSlam. So, you know, wrestling buzz is wrestling buzz either way. But, again, it got pushed back. And it's now to the point where it's just like, okay, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't now, you know? So, right. can't can't say I'm totally excited about it much more. But it's it'll be finally cool to see if CM Punk Mouth can finally... Uh, can you know can finally come to 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 spectacle of him what he can really do because mm-hmm. in those um press conferences I mean he talk a big one but we'll see and he's going against Mickey Gall which which has a who has a uh, professional record of two and L so um this is not really right. a big match besides just the fact that this is CM Punk. I just put it this way let's be let's be real with let's be real right now. We're gonna see CM Punk back in the in the in the squared circle sometime within the next two years. <laughs> and, and, and especially if this if this promotion partnership between WWE and UFC continues, we're definitely going to see CM Punk within the squared circle within the next two years. It, it's a it's a beautiful setup, and honestly, like I said, he's just a big name for UFC. But with this promo, I'm thinking more and more that it's usually going to be cut short, and we're going to see a CM Punk back in WWE sooner than we would probably think. You know, I'm I'm gonna move to the next topic because I have something to add to this right now. Um, in in last Monday, if I'm mistaken, or one of these Mondays, I'm I'm losing track of time. Um, Brock Lesnar appeared on ESPN with Hannah Storm on SportsCenter confirming his fight was going to be against Mark Hunt in a deal that the WWE and the UFC made, which of course gives the WWE, I mean the UFC um, rights to Brock Lesnar for a fight. And I'm just going to jump around real quick. Uh, So that's what the UFC got. They got the rights to Brock Lesnar and the UFC is going to promote SummerSlam at the UFC 200 event. And the UFC and then the WWE returned one of the high profile um, fighter to use it maybe a match and maybe uh, for WrestleMania 33 or maybe even SummerSlam SummerSlam to maybe build the feud and maybe WrestleMania to actually you know uh, have the match or whatever it may be. Now originally the um, the rumored names have been Ronda Rousey and Paige Van Zandt. Was it Paige Van Zandt? Oh, Cat. Oh, uh, mm, I'm drawing a blank. I know it was Ronda Rousey and 
someone else. I, I thought it was Zach, but it might have been somebody different. But no, not no big deal. My whole thing is with this is that if you're gonna if you're gonna take this approach, why not go for a bigger name? To me, Ronda Rousey absolutely a bigger name, big name. But after that loss, not so much a big name anymore. So before I even say my thing, who do y'all think they should have went after as far as? Um, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Now the more I think about it, the more you said that his original fight was supposed to be um, UFC 202 right around SummerSlam, yep. and it got pushed back to UFC 203. Yep. The more and more I think it's going to be CM Punk. See that, and that's that's what I was thinking originally. I was like, I wonder if this is a deal for CM Punk. You know? It might be. But again. But again, I'm still thinking like, why not go for a bigger name? Conor McGregor, John Jones, I mean, anybody that somebody with a belt at that. I mean, Misha Tate could be arguably uh, a good few. She's the um, she's a um, she's a woman champion right now. That that would be a good, especially how they trash talk each other fighters. I mean, it's just I don't know. It's just kind of interesting that they kind of seem like to put their ball a little bit lower with. Um, the UFC going after their top guy, like Brock Lesnar is their top prize fighter, you know. So I don't know, but uh, as far as far as uh, as far as with the fight with Brock Lesnar and Mark Hunt, um, I'm definitely gonna we're gonna re- revisit this on the uh the second part of the episode. But by all means, this is not gonna be just a walking apart for Brock Lesnar. Right. Um, we I think that you know for them booking a the fight. A lot of people think like Brock Lesnar's just the just the big name and it's just something for publicity. But no, 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 no. Mark Hunt is a one hitter quitter, and um, I th- he think he's ranked ranked eighth right now in the heavyweight division, and he's going to be coming to brawl. And Brock Lesnar better have his cardio together because his last fight in the UFC before he left, his cardio was trash. He didn't look good. He exhorted himself from the first round. It was a rap second round. And that was it, you know. But um. With that being said, I mean, how do y'all feel about wrestlers and um, USC fighters as far as crossing over to to you know the the opposite promotion? I, I think it's an excellent idea, and in a way, you, uh, WWE and UFC, and I hope they both realize this because Dana White and Vince McMahon are very smart people. They're totally two different entities that can you know help each other out because if you think about it, the WWE Network is all what people use for their wrestling pay-per-views. Nobody really wrestles, like, I mean, really watches big-time pay-per-views, but still, UFC will still get those big draws. You know, somewhat. You know, you have a lot of people that go to the sports bars, or you have people that watch that uh, all in somebody's house. But if you want to have WWE cross-promote, you might have somebody like a CM Punk who could be a part-timer if he chooses to come back to WWE and still be big in the UFC market. Brock Lesnar's currently doing it now. So that way, you can see, man... Wrestling, is it really real, or can you really sell a Brock Lesnar being the beast? He beat The Undertaker, he's beat everybody in UFC. Is he really the best fighter? And that way you might want to have somebody else do a cross promotion. Let's even go back to a couple of WrestleManias ago. I think it was 2024, might have been earlier. But uh, WrestleMania 24, I think it was Floyd Mayweather fighting The Big Show. Mm-hmm. Now, just imagine if you had The Big Show you know, in his prime, 
fighting a UFC event, that'd be great promotion. And sometimes, it, I mean, I don't want to bring in storylines or atmosphere because I don't want to mess that up about UFC, but it'd be really great to see those mega matches that you would never, ever think. Even a John Jones coming to WWE, what if he did something like a special promotion? I think he'll be great in the WWE ring. It, it, it just, it's just op, uh, you know, open this opportunities that they can do with this. So, you know, especially when you come you on to... What? Go ahead, D-Y. <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate, <laughs> and, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say it can be a bad idea. One because here's my thing: even though Brock Lesnar, you know, is this prize fighter, that's what WWE does, and they build him up to be basically the the beast. I'm the baddest man on the planet. Well, here's, this my concern is if the baddest, if WWE built up this bad, the baddest man on the planet, this beast, and he gets knocked out quick. And you know, that's 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 credibility. Yeah, that's, that's it hurt his credibility. And that's my thing, like, I think it would be easier for a UFC fighter to come in here and say, oh, well, but this will happen to us, than a WWE fighter, because we believe in storylines. And when we believe this, this storyline, you believe in this persona of how tough this person is, or how this, how this person is built up. And if he goes somewhere else, he gets knocked out. Well, why should I believe it? Why should I believe that he's a beast anymore if he just got knocked out? Do I believe the other dude in UFC is a beast now? So that's that's what I'm getting at. I'm not sure if I'm a big fan of business wise, yes. But from a fan standpoint and a storyline standpoint, a persona standpoint, it can it can hurt if it goes the wrong way. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, um, of course, he wins. It definitely, it definitely helps him for SummerSlam, whoever his feud may be against. He lo- he loses. I mean, it's it's, it's not like it's going to be like under the mat. Nobody's going to like hear it or anything. It's going to be publicized everywhere, and it's just going to be like, right. like D Wayne said, you expect me to think that I'm supposed to be scared of you now? I mean. And then, you know, you think about what few he may have against. I mean, Braun Strowman obviously has been the person he's been rumored with for a while. He doesn't have much mic work, so we don't expect him to trash talk him losing. But still, we know as fans, we know, we understand, we see what happened. And we're, we're not going to let it slide by saying that I can't even take you serious right now. You come into the WWE using UFC moves. You just got beat. And and now you want me to think like you're still the beast, you know? It's the same thing mm-hmm. with Ronda Rousey, Miss Miss Trash Talker, but then got laid out, and now all of a sudden you don't even. A lot of people don't fear her no more. All the all the women UFC fighters have something to say about her before, and Misha Tate, you know, she couldn't beat her for anything, but now she's the champion that beat the person that beat her. She don't care. She's she's letting Ronda have it right now too, you know. So I think. You know, again, I, I don't believe the UFC of any uh, foul play or trying to br- bribe fights or whatever. But I'm telling you, it's, it's, if this fight goes down fair and Brock loses, it's, it's not going to be a good look for the WWE, which is why they need to set their they bar high for the person they want in return. Because Paige Van Zandt, that is not even a good deal for Brock Lesnar. And Ronda Rousey, who again, you know, if, she, if she's the person, it works because the storyline from before. But then again, why not just go out to somebody that's hot, fresh, and, and on a mean streak that you know can dominate as soon as they see him? Like, oh my God, he's here, you know. And uh-huh. and, and and back, you know, back to the back to the question, you know, as far as is is, is crossover having success and failure stories, 
there's been a lot of uh, wrestlers that had successful uh, MMA careers. I mean, uh-huh. um, Alberto Del Rio was big down in Mexico on a lot of different uh, streams down there. You got Dan the B Severin. You got Ken Shanrock, of course. Uh, you got Bobby Lashney, and, and that's in Bellator and TNA that was doing it. Um, do y'all remember um, um, the Undertaker's protege, Nathan Jones? He had the UFC. He had a. I forget what brand it was again. Um, oh, I can't think of the name, but he he had a fight. Um, uh, Batista had a couple of fights. Taka Mishinoku had a fight, and I uh, and I know Aaron would be. Uh, fascinated to hear this unless he already knew, but Shaka Robert from New Japan, he had he had a terrific MMA career. He's actually more known in Japan for his uh, MMA career than wrestling, so you know, there's, there's, there's people that's done it in both, it's just the fact that right now, while you know, while media is so mainstream, because MMA was not so mainstream until the UFC came along, where you can now see it anywhere in any way and, you know, somebody loses, like, whatever. But, you know, now you're losing that and you try to come across to another platform, it hurts you. And the good thing about this is, like, Bobby Lashley was so dominant in Bellator that you respected him as a TNA champion. So. I got, um... With, with all that being said, what, what, which... Between the UFC and the WWE, who you think has the better sale? As far as promos and everything, packages and all that, which, which can which can get a bystander fan to watch it easier? Um, I, I think uh, it's, it's it's kind of a devil's advocate answer that I'm about to give. I would say WWE is easier because it's always accessible to network TV. Somebody can just flip a channel and be like, "Oh, wrestling's on. Who's that?" Then UFC, which is so far in between, because even as avid fans we are now, we still can't keep up with the boxing how it is now because there's just no power names in boxing anymore and if usc gets to that point where there's just no more power names you got so many people trying to be there it's harder to keep up now that you really are a diehard but if you could flip a tv and see oh i have live wrestling on mondays and soon to be live wrestling on tuesdays then i guess is it easier to access but then again when you had those pay-per-view draws when you had those big marketing draws where you had uh, big advertised promotions where everybody wants to see what a two-minute match is going to end up or who Ronda Rousey is going to beat up next or who is Ronda Rousey going to lose again. You know, that type of promotion, you may get more money. So it's, it's really a hit and miss. I don't mean to give a flip-flop answer, but I really think that just because WWE is successful to TV both on Monday and Tuesday's live, I got to give it to WWE. Uh, you made another point um, the last time we talked about how um, when you watch the UFC, you, you do kind of tune in for the prize fighter or the, the prize match which is more more or less um, viewed as like a holiday sort of say when you'd be like oh I can't wait for that particular match or thing to happen which sometimes doesn't it has storylines only up until you know the match is made and the weigh-ins and stuff like that but exactly. Not, exactly. not typically not so much going to it besides just the fact of who you want to win I think that um, that makes it a little bit harder to get a bystander fan because you don't really know so much of the background, and yet do they give you but so much besides just the promo packages of, you know, their uh, as I'll say, like their their twenty four 
like they do for boxing, where they walk, you know, follow them around and stuff like that. And that's the exactly. only dose of what you get. But then you see the good side of them, so it's kind of makes you kind of step back to say like, well, how can I actually think that this dude's actually gonna go in there and and kick butt? <laughs> but you see such this humble, peaceful side to it, which exactly with the WWE, they build feuds for months. Um. Their and promo packages are top notch. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing comes anywhere near it. Besides ESPN, of course. But right. um, um, you know, it's just, it's just easier to be invested with, uh, invested with the WWE storylines because one thing too is, um, as an adult, you could be, um, keen to either faces or heels. But when you're a kid, everybody falls for the superhero, and it's easier for kids to say like. I like him because he's, a, you know, he's a face, obviously, but because of what he represents, it makes me feel like I can be that person at some point. But the UFC, you know, the grittier, more uh, sport, um, it's hard to catch it a lot because there's not a lot of TV promotions that keeps you up uh-huh. to date. They do show you a lot of old fights, but, you know, some people, you know, you don't see them for a while. It's just, it's just really hard to keep up with unless you're a true fan where I feel like with the WWE, you can't peep in every once in a while, because everybody doesn't even watch Raw every time, but you get back no. in there, and you're just like, oh, that's cool, and the WWE Network, like you said, can definitely fast-forward you right back up to it, you know? Let me ask you this, too, Shane, and this might be the ultimate answer to the question. Who would you say is the most popular name in UFC right now? Just one person. Um, Conor McGregor. So, if you had, if you went to a kid and say, do you know Conor McGregor or do you know John Cena? Who do you think they would say more? <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> no if question. Ask, if you ask the, a, a regular mom, a mom that's not into sports, if you know the name of Conor McGregor or John Cena, who would you think they would say? A mom? Yeah, mom. Oh, John, mom. John Cena again. <laughs> so th- that that would be, and you even alluded to those points that you know that you bring it home of how John Cena, or being a wrestler in WWE, will get more market than a UFC. But if they did any cross-motion, say, oh, we're about to see John Cena at UFC, that may get people interested. You're, and you're right. That's just a simple question. Who has the better top guy? Right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, good point. I didn't even think of that. Um, do you, you got anything you want to add to that? No, yeah, I said everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I really did. <laughs> um... So, Dwayne, why I got you here, I, I know you've seen the leaked pay-per-view calendar about, um, obviously, what, which pay-per-views are going to be catered to what brand, um, some name changes, and some old uh, old pay-per-view titles coming back. What do you, what do you, how did you feel about that? <laughs> All right, Sellis. Dwayne, I was like, where Dwayne go? I mean, honestly, in my opinion... It, it needed to happen. And the reason why it needed to happen is because you really have to uh, bonify the strength of your own pay per view. Oh, is it trying to sell the brands for it? Hello? Yeah, man. Still a little bit shaky, but just go ahead and try and see what you can get. Well, why D Wayne's having technical okay. issues? Well, 
I'll, I'll go ahead and continue to change. Um, <laughs> if, if you need to build up your individual shows because if you have a show that's going to be dedicated to your own storylines, your own writers is on SmackDown and Raw, you need to have your individual shows. And regardless of what these individual shows, we're going to know our big four reviews will be Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, and WrestleMania. And every other show is either going to be a B or C level, but in order to maximize on your storylines, you need to have these independent shows. And once again, this will bring more money for your, uh, bring more bang for your buck, excuse me, when you talk about the WWE Network, because you get to have two pay-per-views in a month, roughly. So that's automatically two Sundays that you can get towards SmackDown or get towards Raw. Then you have favorite sides, where you have a Raw side of the fanship and a SmackDown side. So when those Raw and SmackDown sides come together for one of the big four pay-per-views, that's where you can see some of your cross-promotion matches. It's like if you saw DC and Marvel have independent movies. But once again, you might have that big Marvel and DC movie come together, and I think it would be very special. So I like how they're trying to separate and make it two different type of brands, which needs to happen, which probably will be two world champions, and, and they'll bring another belt, probably the big gold belt back. And you can use the big four pay-per-views to see the cohesion of how you can have an ultimate pay-per-view and be a special moment. And when you say the big four, you say Royal Rumble... Uh, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I, I I definitely agree. Um, I think one, it 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 helps from certain people being overexposed. Um, two, um, uh, you definitely get a, a maybe. Well, I'm hoping we get a different dynamics of shows now instead of you know some of the same wash endings and same person going over and over each one. But now you know. Right. You know, in different headliners, like it's a, it's a lot of reasons why I can say I'm 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 cool with this, but um, I do like the idea. Um, it's it's cool to see Clash of Champions come back. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was Hopefully hoping the title will be defended. And when and when I and when I first heard that, I was like, oh, classic WCW pay per views come back. I'm like, are we gonna get World War Three? Are we gonna get um, uh, what's the other joint? Uh. World War Three is with the three rings. What was the one with the stack, with the stack cages on top of each other? Oh, and that's on my greatest hits WCW uh, greatest hits yeah. that I fought. Um, but I got the match because you remember that there was rumoring that you know that was going to bring back to like um, classic WCW matches, and I was just like, right. I was like, yeah, I, 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 I don't even believe that. But I was like, if they do that, I'd be crazy because I was a big fan of some of those stuff, and I think a lot of people was too. I think. That's why WCW was successful because it was so unique and kept coming up with more and more creative things. As crazy it may have been, but it was still cool and make you invested in wanting to watch, you know? Right, exactly. So, and then, um, yeah, so moving on from that, uh, 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 what else were we going to talk about today? Oh, it was, oh, Roddy Strong. Roddy Strong is, is That's right. even ROH. Do you think he'll be in the NXT? I, I'll let you go to that too, James, first. Do you think he'll market for the NXT? Do you think he's still not ready? No question. <laughs> no question. Uh, no, no, no question in no other place they should be. And you know what, though? This is, this is totally fine because with, um, some of the big names being rumored to come up from T, um, if I say TNA, from uh, no 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 from uh, NXT you started right, wondering so, okay, yeah, yeah. you started wondering what was gonna happen to this roster because you got a lot of people that's not ready so you need some world profound names that can carry this brand for for a while and exactly. to help people and that, you know to help people up this, no brainer this he fixed him 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 Bobby Roode Eric Young um, 
who else was some of the new people that just uh, rumored to be coming and stuff? But anyway, just that whole new class of people, you're looking at like a hybrid of TNA and always talent that's going to get prom- good promotions, good television, or the network run so they're going to be exposed properly. And that's only going to make them, you know, want to work harder just to make the main roster. You know, they have something to wrestle for for real now, you know? Exactly, exactly. How about reputable merch? Like, stuff like that. Like, you know, that's... I'm all for that. And he's and he's definitely... Because uh, we seen him uh, when we went to the Best in the World last year. And sure did. That match with uh, Jay Lethal, I mean... Of course, I, I watched for always, but seeing him live, I said this dude can this dude can put on the clinic in the ring. I can't wait to see him in T. Uh, keep wanting to say TNA, God. Uh, are, are you liking TNA? No. 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 No way. <laughs> can't wait to see him in NXT, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, D Wayne dropped out. You know, you know how he does. Come in and. It come, comes and goes. Yeah. Well, I was hoping we can we can get him from uh, we can get him for maybe a uh, a rumor seen a monster file that's probably long overdue. Wonder what yeah. wonder we's feeling on that note. I don't even know. Yeah, but before we got here, the last of things we're just gonna talk about too was just the cruiserweight classic and the announcers for it. Now, okay. um, I have to say right away. I was wondering when Daniel Bryan was going to, you know, get back involved, and it didn't even it didn't even click to me that there was the like the clear indication of the place he could that he should be gone. I I mean, obviously with um, tough enough, I hope they don't even renew that ever again. Um, he was one of the better coaches on there, or refs, or whatever you know, whatever his, his uh-huh. position was. Um, He's a fan favorite, and we haven't seen him since his retirement. We know he's still involved, and, you know, they say he's happy with, you know, retirement. But we need this guy around because every time I see a, a tweet with him from somebody saying, you know, they was privileged to have work with him and stuff like that, it just sure. it's hard to think, like, God, man, he doesn't, even, he doesn't wrestle anymore. He's not in no storylines. Like, can't wait till he return. Like, all that's gone away. So, you know, for him to be involved in the Cruiserweight Classic, it's going to be good to see his perspective of of the match. Um, I'm I'm willing to bank that his, his play calling is going to be, like, stellar. And I think he's working with, besides Corey Graves, the hottest commentary right now. And I don't know. Just be cool. You know another thing I was thinking about this, too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if uh, Jerry the King don't get it, don't get it together. This can be a replacement right here. Oh, this can very well be a replacement. <laughs> very well be. David Otunga is the replacement for tonight for uh, SmackDown, which mm-hmm. uh, obviously we know with the education he has, and um, I'm sure he has a lot of influence from his wife. That he's he's very well spoken. I'm not sure how I feel about him on commentary, but you know, I, I guess the sky's only up for him because he obviously. Besides being in the executive office doing stuff, um, doesn't have really have a face in the WWE much more now. But Dave Bryan is a fan favorite, and people would love that. Could you imagine going to a live show and you know how the, everybody has their interest music, and before the show start, you get to hear Daniel Bryan's music? Right. 
Like, that's like, that's, the yes movement is might be the next hottest thing besides the USA chance. Oh, oh it, it, it is. And it's not going nowhere anytime soon. Like, <laughs> literally, that's like, a, that's like almost like as big as the Ric Flair rule, you know, type chain. You know, yeah. it's definitely not going anywhere. Yeah. So, that's going to be cool. But other than that, uh, we look forward to the Cruiserweight classes starting next month. We got um, yep. the draft, uh, Battleground. Uh, it's be cool to see how that plays out. Of course, all of us will be in attendance uh, for that here in D.C. And um, other than that, you know, one more step closer to SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And I think that's about it. Oh, I got another two cents of something I can add really quick. I went to see um, I went to see Central Intelligence with Kevin Hart and The Rock. And was it good? The Rock is hilarious. The Rock is a great actor. He's a very underrated, uh, underappreciated actor. That that like literally, he's he's well rounded. He can do the comedies. He can do the dramas and seriousness. I I really enjoy The Rock as an actor. Let me let me mark off this moment right now because I know Jamal is going to listen to this and I'm going to give uh-huh. you a shout out right now because I know you're going to listen to this, Mr. Giant uh-huh. Crab. I know you're going to say how much you hated this movie, but although the plot was kind of janky a little bit, The Rock is really funny and and I'm pitching to have a, a Rock and John Cena movie and it has to be a comedy movie at some point because I don't know if this is just you know how people are bred within the WWE, but I don't know where the comedic side came from, especially John Cena. But those two on the big screen could be epic. And I, I don't know why that's the first thing I thought about when I went after I seen it. Like those two should make a movie together. But oh yeah, after seeing that, I, I, Kevin Hart and, and how two uh, comedian, well one funny person, one one funny actor, and one comedian, how they can mesh together, just makes uh-huh. me think that somebody like Kemp, The Rock and John Cena could come together and make something. And if it was like wrestling oriented or like a like a you know, a fake me out like sort of wrestling storyline or something like that, that'd be pretty right. cool. That put some that put some butts in seats for sure. Oh exactly. <laughs> well before we roll out, Sellers got anything for for the fans, uh-huh. anything else? I'm just, I'm just saying, fans, just please, going back to our first time, but watch out how this Roman Reigns uh, situation can turn out because it's either going to be a great aspect for WWE in which they're going to really have to depict the how they, you know, answer to the wellness violation, or this can be a great way of how they can build Roman's character to be basically the best heel in the business for this. I just, I just want to see how they're going to trade softly with this because a lot of people are going to want to do the same things that they do with Roman if they allow Roman to get away with certain things. Yeah. And I tell you that if, if Roman does suffer a punishment from this, like Jack Swagger did when uh, he 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 caught his charge, um, mm-hmm. I wonder who will be next in line as his replacement. Exactly, exactly. And that's just another. I don't know. I don't know because you got a heel in Seth Rollins, you got a face in Dean Ambrose. These are both of the top guys. I mean, do you add another? Hill face type of guy next. I mean, who fits that role? Because it's really nobody else. I, I don't think that's ready to carry it on their shoulder. Now, of course, you brought up Kevin Owens before, but it, I, I don't know. I, I think his mid-card run right now is where he needs to be, where he's getting the adequate shine uh, with, the, with the brand split. It's only going to get better for him. So I just have no, no clue. It's going to get interesting. It's going to get interesting. Yep. Yeah. 
Well, that'll wrap up another episode for us tonight. Make sure y'all check us out on Twitter at BGB, uh, at BGB Group, Facebook, The Big Gold Bell, uh, Tumblr, The Big Gold Bell. Um, you can check us out on iTunes, The Big Gold Bell, and on Google Play now at The Big Gold Bell. And we'll get back with y'all next time. <laughs>